Hello and welcome back to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited because we've got a guest on here today that um, we haven't had before. So this individual is actually an award-winning serial entrepreneur who has sold millions of dollars in products and services. Her name is Tim McDermott. And I also want to throw this out there. Did you know that only 2% of female-led companies ever reach revenues over a million dollars annually? That's shocking to me. And I'm so excited because Tim has actually done it a few ways. She's bootstrapped her first business and raised money for others, launching multiple ventures across diverse business models. So you can see why I'm excited. Please help me welcome Tim to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. What's going on, Tim? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Um, I, I want to learn more about, you know, like, what are you doing in the world right now that is creating powerful impact and how did it kind of all come about? Well, that's like a 20 minute question, Jay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Came about, so I am originally from the West Coast of Canada. I lived in New York City for 20 years. And 13 years ago, I, you know, found myself through a long, you know, getting out of an abusive relationship. I was a single mother. I ended up dropped into San Antonio and was like, I remember I would phone my friends in New York and like, it's not really like I just moved geographically. I moved back in time. Like, so this whole kind of massive culture shock. And I, I really honestly wasn't sure at all what I was going to do. I'd worked in hospitality forever. I was a chef, but I was also a restaurant like consultant. I did, I, 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 I was, I knew a lot of things about a lot of things, but I had no idea. I had actually decided that I was never, if people ask me, I'm like, whatever happens, I'm never going into the restaurant business. And did it anyway? <laughs> and I did. Well, you know, and it really, it was very haphazard. I was, you know, a full-time single parent living in a place that I had no friends, no family, and didn't know anybody and totally didn't know the scene. Um, so I more back then, I just thought, what can I do that my son can be asleep and I can be working? So it actually started as a more a private chef business. I did nutritional counseling and I would help people like go in and this is before food delivery, all those things. Right. And I went in and helped people even clean out their pantry and decide how they're going to eat and teach them how to eat properly and design their kitchens. Like it was very like a lot of different things and which then that turned into a food delivery business turned into catering and then I went into the big growth and opened a restaurant that was in it uh, raised investment money and opened the first location of the restaurant opened the second location of the restaurant which is an acre of property we also then had our own event venue because at this point I had the catering company two restaurants, um, a big commissary kitchen, and we have our own event venue that hosts. Exciting. Host I mean, anytime like, I hear event, I'm like, Ooh, hello. <laughs> right. So we can host up to 700 people on this property, but we also cater at all the big venues in town. So basically my life 
spiraled completely out of control. I also went into the growth of my business with a really not good business partner. And that was a very expensive and very, very stressful divorce. Um, and then I got the business back and then COVID hit. So <laughs> it's been a wild <laughs> ride, let me tell you. I I bet. But I mean, in that, just hearing a little bit about it, it's like you started out coming in and like going, okay, this is how you have to set up your kitchen and this is how you should eat. And let me change right. this thing around yeah. to having a venue space that can hold 700 people. Right. Like, it wasn't in the beginning you going, oh, I'm going to have a venue space of 700 people. It's no. like, let me feed what is a need right now and right. then develop right. it. Exactly. Looking at the market, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, I worked in day-to-day -day for a long time, but I very quickly realized that the company would not be successful unless I could get myself out of that day-to-day. -day. So I hired a business coach very quickly. Um, I've had many different ones for different things. Uh, and I realized just that investment and that was what taught me the basics. It's very easy once you understand all the things to think everyone knows all the things but like I really remember when I didn't and I'm like look I can I now focus on saving people from making those same mistakes you know like that thing right if someone had told me then but guess what someone might have and I didn't listen I also think that it's very much that you things come to you and you have that aha moment when you're ready to listen Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's like, that's not on your radar, you know? So right. it, it always goes back to you, like, what is in the forefront of your brain? If you're like, Oh, I'm really interested in getting this kind of car as my next yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden you start seeing that car. Like, Wait a minute. There's it only those cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the same thing with business. I feel the same way. And it's like, once you, you kind of like, okay, you're the person doing everything. And then you end up exiting the only person doing it. Now you've got team, but you're still kind of putting out fires. And then yeah. in order to like exit the line and actually be the CEO, you have to be at a whole nother level. Right. Is that, is that how you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a lot of learning. And I remember when I really made a very conscious decision. I mean, I was like, I I'm not doing this any, you know, I also was a full-time single parent. I mean, I got um remarried five years ago but you know we each have our own I have my son I've been raising him alone for x amount of time now I have a stepdaughter we're blending a family so it's all the things all on top of it and I was just like I already missed a lot of my son growing up you know big blocks of memory where I just am like I don't even I'm like wait a minute who are you and that is what I really you know I'm not someone who believes in like real regrets it's just like whatever it is what it is now and you can do what you can do now but I do remember when I was like look I have that agency to be able to figure that out I think there's so many things that especially women sell themselves short all the time the reason I ended up in that position with the bad business partner was because I was like I'm just like the chef and I'm a creative and I'm la 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 and someone came along and was like hey little Mitzi I'll run the business part for you and I was like yay but I really quickly realized that that was just that is what I want to save other women from is like, you are, per everyone is just a person just like you. Like, sure. They have a different experience, different knowledge, but you are absolutely capable. I taught myself a lot of what I know on YouTube and Google. Mm -hmm. I have my staff now, they ask me a question. I'm like, 
Send me the top three answers from the World Wide Web and then I will answer. <laughs> right? Uh, like one of the questions should be, did you Google it first? Right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so I think it was just really realizing that I, you know, I started, I went very deep into EOS, which is the Entrepreneur Operating System, which is an organizational health operating system. There's many out there. And of course, like any industry, they all have their own weird hierarchical webs bullshit. Um, so, I mean, we, that is what I first implemented. And now I've been working the last year or so. I have a business coach I've had for a long time. They developed a system called Six Levers, which was very much in line with what we had been working on. And so that is the general gist of what I am now coaching and consulting people on in, you know, fairly industry specific. Um, I say, you know, mission driven, passion driven businesses, Mm -hmm. Uh, meaning, you know, you put people and culture and that above profits. Of course, everyone needs to be profitable. That's where you have to eventually get. But the, you know, I coach a lot of people that don't even realize that many, many companies are not profitable for a long time. And that's okay. Like you, you need to understand how you're going to make it through those years where you're not, but there are many successful companies that didn't see instant profit. Right. Right. Now I want to go back to um, a little bit along the lines of that 2% of female led companies ever reach revenues of a million annually. Now, like, what is the secret? Because you've obviously done it. What, what is it? What is it? What does it look like? What does it take? What's entailed? Like, you know, are those part of the levers that you were talking about earlier? Would you right. share? It's that it's that it's being able, I think, to have a baseline that you're, I mean, look, I made many, many mistakes along the way, but I can say now, I mean, there's a lot of little parts. I mean, for sure, I would say I remember very specifically when I realized that I would never hire anyone else that wasn't smarter than me in their given role. When I actually took the time to map out, it was like, okay, wait, I'm doing five different roles right now, but eventually we want all those parts filled. Even now, I'm still doing a couple of them. Um, you know, like I'd love a CFO that oversaw whatever, but you know, for now, that's me because that's where we're at right now. Um, but I think that as far as this um, consulting, it's like, if you are very, very clear on your mission, your policies, your procedures, how you know, it's almost like, I especially think in restaurants and hospitality and a lot of mission-driven businesses, you're, everyone always likes to be like, oh, we're a family. I'm like, yeah, you're very, very dysfunctional family. And most of you probably came from a very, very dysfunctional family. And like, that's okay, but you need to have the path forward and what are the rules and what are the boundaries? And you need that for yourself. And you need that for your team. So I think that those structures are like, I mean, you need a product. You need to keep yourself well-versed on trends and marketing. But I do think that once you get to a certain level of, and for me, like everything grew so fast that I was, it was completely out of control and, you know, we were losing a lot of money, Um, but we were successful. So. I think getting to that threshold, it's, I went, if I could go back in time, I know I said, I don't believe in regrets, but if I could go back in time, I would absolutely 
spend the time that takes to have all my like my value system, my organizational system of how things run and now we have that set up but it's a constant right it's changing it's morphing nothing is set totally in stone yeah well and I think there's something too and tell me if you've you've experienced this uh where it's like in the beginning when you're brand new starting out you're just trying to like have proof of concept right like will this work will people show up are people interested in what it is that I have to offer and then you start to like make some money. You're like, okay, cool. I can do this consistently. And then once you have like that proof of concept, then it becomes, okay, what are all the values and the systems and the operating systems and things that I need right. to put in place structurally that's then going to continue to help rise the business forward? Is that kind of how you see right. it? Yes, yes. And you need to have, I mean, I think that there's so many, just like there's so many different coaches and so many that, you know, I am so tired of the, this is the way, and if this mastermind and this, whatever, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I don't believe there's one way. Okay. There's a million ways. There's a million smart people and concepts and people who spend a lot of time, but guess what? Just pick one, right? Like pick one and stick with it for a while. And you can change it into your own. I feel like humans have become too much of rule followers and they're like afraid like, guess what? Sometimes you might be the one that knows the better way. And <laughs> right. just because the thing said, like, so-and-so, Mr. White dude, billionaire said you have to do it this way, doesn't mean that's how you have to do it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like picking away, sticking with it until you understand and know yourself well enough to be able, it's like that, right? Learn the rules to break the rules, Mm, right mm -hmm. and I think that that is really important because I think people can stress stack so much on like oh my god I'm not like getting up at 4 17 and a half when the moon is whatever and then this and then doing all my thing but I think people need to like chill a little bit on that and sorry I know I'm getting a little off topic but those kind of things sort of I've a few couple years ago I reached complete burnout on all the like I'm like stop reading all the things saying what you have to do all the time okay so like pick a way pick a coach pick you do I definitely 100% I've never in the last eight years been without a coach or more of some sort I've also never been in the last 20 years without a therapist or more of some sort Mm -hmm. um so it's like invest in yourself which is going to be investing in your company yeah. And it's not, if it's not a fit or it's a fit for six months. I have people that I have consulted with one-offs, helping them figure out where they're headed, looking at auditing their systems. I've had people that I have for a year and might have for, you know, I've had coaches I've had for two months or five years. Yeah. Yeah. It, same here. Uh, I've always had a coach um, for business or personal, right? Anytime yeah. you're going into something new, it's kind of like, okay, what does this look like? You know it yeah. more than I do. I want results like this. You've achieved it. Show me right. how, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think that's definitely a, a great point that you make. And then also the other point that you were saying, stick with it. What yeah. I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs do is like, oh, I'm going to try this. Okay, wait, now I'm going to try this. Right. Oh, wait, I'm going to come over here and try, you know, and it's like, good right. God almighty. I mean, when is the last time, like I try to do this now, auditing all the things you're paying for. And you're like, okay, five breathing apps and this 
thing and this system and this is and this. Okay. Sometimes like, I think this is the thing that's like the biggest result. The biggest thing I've learned of all my life is like, you are equally capable as all the other things that people are trying to sell you or what you have to do. Even people get very wrapped up in historically in this monk or this whatever which is super cool but guess what we were they were all just people that lived approximately i don't know in the old days 22 years to like 80 like which just one life and like you are perfectly capable mm-hmm. of coming up with and i think more now more than ever it is open because we have the world has changed to where everyone can come up with a thing guess what if you can sell it go for it but I do think it's important to pick away and stick with it for a certain amount of time. You yeah. don't see results. Like, and I think we've gotten far too fickle like that now. You're like, oh, wait a minute. The next week, I didn't see way more customers. Okay, like these things take. Well, it's like trying it once and like, oh, that didn't work. Well, yeah. okay. Like, why? <laughs> right, right. Like, exactly. Just, even, even when we do events, right? We'll have clients that are with us for four years. We only tweak little things every single time we do it. We don't revamp the entire program, right? right? We just tweak little things every time to see what is the needle mover. So don't be like here and there and everywhere. Um, I think that's a really, really good point to lead with today. Um, Is there anything that you you feel like kind of holds entrepreneurs back? Anything else? I mean, I feel like, I also feel like entrepreneur is like a bit vast of this, of a subject of like of everybody sort of thing. But I feel like I really, I'll just speak to what I think women here. I just, I really do feel like self-doubt is the number one thing. Right. I mean, yes, there are the practicalities like access to money, but I do, again, I've seen people that, that thought they could never figure out how to get investors. I've seen them get them. I mean, I just think it's believing it's like believing in your own worth Mm -hmm. is probably the number one factor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, goodness, this has already been flying by. Um, If our audience is wanting to go, okay, I love what you're laying down right now, Tim. I want more of you. How in the world can they reach out to you, stay connected with you? What's the best way? So um, Instagram at Tim the Girl and at The Bravery Strategy. So my coaching and consulting business is called The Bravery Strategy. And that is website, thebraverystrategy.com. Instagram at the bravery strategy. And yeah, I would love to chat more. See how awesome. we can. And I believe you, you kind of also have a, a gift for our audience. There's a way for them to connect with you that way too. I do. So we are, I'm offering a 15 minute consultation via zoom phone, however it works for you. Probably not in person, depending where you live. I do travel a lot. I work in Italy in the summer for the last 12 years. So I'm there for the summer. It's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah. Beautiful. And so the way that they're they're going to go ahead and do that is just go ahead and follow the link in the show notes of how to go ahead and pick up your session with Tim, who 
absolutely can probably take a look at your business. What's going on? What what would they learn and, and gain out of that that session with you? We would do. Uh, I have a partner in this business. When I'm saying we, I don't think I'm two people. Although often I think I'm ten people. <laughs> uh, we would do. I mean, I would get a list of these, but an organizational health, and that could be that there's only three people that work together. That could be that there's five hundred that work together. Um, but it's taking that pulse and working through where the best sort of foundations are that we could really like tighten up. Cause it's so easy. I mean, also you could have five, 10, 15 of the smartest people in the world working together. And if there's not a cohesion mm-hmm. of like, where are we headed? And I know it sounds so obvious, but really until I started like methodically pick a way and start working through it, then I go, Oh, okay. Cause almost always any problem that comes up, if I always, and this was from my amazing coach also, he'd be like, look to one of the things. I'd be like, you're right. Our rhythm is off. We stopped having X, Y, Z meeting because we all got too busy. Right. So I love it. Um, Before freedom, that's my ultimate goal. And my, my number one value in life is freedom. And that is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get for people. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, before I've got a couple more questions for you. Um, I would love to know, and if you're open to sharing, you know, like what is, what's going on for you for the next couple of years, you know, what, what's kind of the direction of, of the company and where the bravery strategy is heading. I'd say, you know, so we also do, we do offer, and we have clients that are more in startup phase as far as feeling out where they want to be, but where we're headed is more in the organizational health consulting, helping people like gearing in more to specifically, we will, we interview people to make sure it's the right fit for us Mm -hmm. and moving more into, I hope to be able to help just more and more people find that freedom and sort of even love of their business again, because I think so many people get so just drowning. And I will say I've been there in pure and utter misery and darkness and yet at the same time as having to present this face all the time that everything's so awesome. And you're like, Hey, I can't, I mean, and I'm not sure you can tell the truth within a certain degree, but like it's working your way out of that and just seeing how you can run a business and have a life. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's powerful. That's absolutely powerful. Beautiful. Well, Tim, thank you so much. Um, thank you. But one more thing I would love for you to, you know, share, you know, what is, what is maybe a takeaway or a memorable note that you would like to leave our audience with today? Takeaway. I mean, there's definitely someone out there that can help you. So like, I just don't do it alone. Like, and that does not mean you need to go spend tons of money, whatever. Like, I guess that would be my number one thing. And when you even asked, how do you, I remember very succinctly the moment when I was like, you've got to outsource things that you are not awesome at. And like having a guide, you know, I mean, you pay for so many different things, but like, why not someone to guide you through this? Beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Tim, for being with us today. Thank Thank you. you.
Thank you, audience, for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm really excited for you to take all the lessons and the resources that you learned here today, implement them, and create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.